from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two Douchebags and a Microphone Pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Next up, Things Overheard in Hell. Dishwater has the top 10 spots on Billboard Hot 100. of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts. Two Douchebags and a Microphone, I am Mark. And I am Rob. All right, Rob. Well, as we all are aware of right now, New Year's is right around the corner, just a couple days away. Today is uh, December 27th, so um, next Monday will actually be New Year's Day. So, um, I have some New Year's stories here, and I think you do too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've got a New Year's story for you too. Okay. Well, first off... Actually, advice. Okay, that sounds good, because it'll, I'll have you do that, and then I'll go into the hangover omelet that everybody says oh, cool. is what you eat after a hangover, and it magically helps. So, anyhow, Vegas is booked solid with New Year Eve uh, marriages because of the unique date. It will be 12-123-123. This has led to numerous pop-up marriage licenses spots as well as numerous makeshift wedding chapels they're also looking for more legal marriage officiating officers you must apply through the vegas municipal website then in six months divorce lawyers will be in high demand okay maybe four months (laughs) so yeah yeah so anyhow if you want to be if uh, you are a uh, a legal marriage officiator you can get on the vegas website and maybe possibly be a part of the big marriage chain that's going to go on on one two three one two three because it is uh i guess it's a big deal because of the date and everybody wants to be a part of this one two three one two three day so but if you're not into the marriage thing maybe you're already married or maybe you just don't want to get married times square new year's eve celebration at the times square marriott will set you back this is for just a regular room new year's eve at times square marriott Twelve thousand for a New Year's Eve wow. night stay. But let's say you don't want to stay the night, but you just want to go somewhere for the celebration. The Applebee's at Times Square will set you back six hundred and forty-four bucks to hang out there during New Year's Eve. The Times Square Planet Fitness is a measly four hundred bucks. Or you can have dollar slices of cheese pizza and watch the ball drop, but the cover charge New Year's Eve is 300 per person. But the pizza parlor said bring your own cup for free soft drink refills. So, with the 300 bucks, at least you get free soda, right? Yeah. Also, if that's not what you're into, the Times Square, but you want to go back to Vegas, but you don't want to get married... You want a zip line over Fremont Street in Vegas, right at New Year's? It will run you a measly four grand. 
Or if you want to opt away from all the insanity and relax in a remote cabin in the Smoky Mountains, that sounds more like me. What about you? You think that's where yeah. I would be? Yeah. How about a three-bedroom log cabin complete with hot tub, snacks, champagne, and a wall-to-wall Bluetooth-enabled stereo system? Seven hundred bucks, but the cabins are fully booked for New Year's Eve and are already booked for next year too. Or maybe you could just stay at home. Yeah, that's where I would want to be. That's where I want to be, too. But you're not going to do it this year or next year, I guess. No. So, but maybe you just stay at home and take that cash and, like, I don't know, pay off a card or go on a family vacation. That would probably be my best uh, advice instead of $12,000 for a room at the Marriott New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. So, anyhow, Rob, you have... A New Year's Eve advice? Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, uh, this came up ESPN Sioux Falls. You've used them before. Yes, I have. Uh, they, they come up with some pretty good articles. Yeah, they do. This one is top eight foods that are considered bad luck for your New Year. Hmm. Okay. If you are superstitious, you might want to avoid eating these foods on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. According to the folks at Mental Floss, these are top eight foods that are considered bad luck New Year's and New Year's Eve. Okay. Number one, catfish. Eating catfish on New Year's may mean a year of subsidizing on scraps. Okay. Why? Because it's a bio- yeah. bottom feeder fish. I guess, yeah, yeah. And you gotta, you gotta go out and catch your fish. You know, you gotta work for it. True. So okay. It means you'll. I'm guessing that's what they mean. You'll have to scrap for your food. Well, the reason I thought, I mean, I guess they could have went carp or something like that, or gar or something, but. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think catfish is more prominent. I think maybe the yeah. mindset is is it's a bottom feeder fish, maybe? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I can see that. Uh, that's at least the way I take it, but go ahead. Okay, number two, hollow bread. The empty pockets symbolize coffins and are associated with imminent death in the next year. Wow. Any type of Did pocket bread? That. Any type of pocket bread? It just says hollow bread. Oh, hollow bread. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. The empty pockets. What uh, exactly is hollow bread? Do you know? I'm not sure. Uh, well, while you're talking, I'm going to try to look it up. I'm wondering if it's pocket bread. Like peanut I, I think so. Uh, the empty pocket. Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of showing like a pita bread. with pocket. Okay. I bet it is. Okay. So don't have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's different yeah. kinds. There's chala bread. There's uh, stuff just called hollow breads, um, and there's also yeah, okay, yeah. It's okay. hollow. It's breads that have a pocket or a hollow in the middle, somewhat. So it's also a beaded or a breaded, uh, a braided bread or something like that. Yeah. So, okay. Anyhow, uh, I just wanted to know okay. what it was. Right. Right. I need wanted to clarify that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number three, lobster. Avoid serving lob serving lobster on New Year's, as eating it may prevent you from moving forward in the new year. And I've got a theory on that. It is a crustacean, and it's a bottom feeder too. You see. Good point. Yes. Good point. Yep. I think that some of these old sayings are translated into what these creatures were in life. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. It's just interesting, the mindset, and that's why I'm going into that. Okay, number four, chicken. Consuming chicken will allegedly make good fortune fly away and hinder progress in the future. Okay. Now that chicken is so mainstream, chicken's everywhere, right? I think we might eat more chicken in America than beef, uh, probably, or pork. So here's the question I got, Rob. Now, is this New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, or all the above? 
that you don't eat this? All the it says New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is what it said. Okay, so no catfish, no lobster, no pocket bread, and no chicken. Okay, I guess I'll have a okay. big steak then. <laughs> okay. Number five, tofu. I would agree with white that. White food. <laughs> white foods like tofu are considered unlucky on Chinese New Year as the color white is associated with death. The color white is? Wow. That's what this article says. Um, because a lot of people report when they die and come back, they see a white light? I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, go ahead. I'm, I'm well, that, much. And you probably dress them in white. Mm. You know, wrap them in white cloth. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Sorry, my ADD is going nuts. That's why I'm thinking all this shit. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Number six, beef. Beef is deemed unlucky due to the way cows move. Son of a bitch. may curse you to a year of stagnation. (laughs) I'm going to eat fucking jelly beans. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) What the fuck? They had to go hey, out. Oh, man. Hey, on. I got two to go. They, oh, shit. They, they might be on here. If they get pork, too, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Rob Randa. <laughs> okay, number seven. Broken noodles. Slurping short noodles on New Year's is believed to result in a short life. Oh, okay, but I can still have spaghetti. Because they're not short noodles. Yeah, it says short noodles. Spaghetti with pork. That's what I'm having. Unless pork is coming up. Okay, number eight. A full plate of food. Leaving just a bite of food on your plate is said to guarantee prosperity in the coming year. I'm glad you said that, because I'm really not into leaving food on the plate. Okay. Just leave at least one bite. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> that was a pretty good article. That was, that I liked that a lot. It had no. And actually, it was good timing, too. The news yeah. yeah, it is. And going along with that theme, I'm glad that you had that article because have you ever heard of the hangover omelet? No, I have not. I didn't either. I heard about it on the news this morning. I read about it. I guess it's been a thing for years. So, you go out New Year's Eve. You get hammered. Next morning, you're trying to get rid of your hangover. They say that this omelet works for hangovers. And it's been widely used for years among the people that went out and did a little too much New Year's Eve. So, I did some investigating. It's called the Mega Omelet, a.k.a. the Hangover Omelet. Mega, a mega omelet is all about putting everything but the kitchen sink in an omelet. Breakfast meats, onions, lots of cheese, whatever you, whatever you have on hand, you can probably use in a mega omelet. The ingredients, most generally, are this. Three eggs. Two strips of bacon, diced small. Two slices of deli ham or cubed ham. Three tablespoons crumbled of breakfast sausage. One tablespoon diced shallot or onion. One tablespoon crumbled feta cheese. Two slices of American cheese. One quarter cup of Monterey cheese sauce. Whatever else you want. One teaspoon of olive oil and one teaspoon of butter to boot. And then the instructions, you'll need two pans, one to cook the meat and one to... One, uh, one for the bacon and then one for the breakfast sausage. You combine everything after you cook them separately. Finally chop up the shallot. Uh, the bacon should be minced. And um, when um, then you add the egg after you crumble the sausage and cook all the meats first. And then you add the cheese right after you add the egg. And you whip it all together and mix it around, and that is your mega omelet, or also known as a hangover omelet. That sounds damn good. I was thinking that too. I was thinking I didn't need to be hungover to eat an omelet like that. That sounds oh, hell no. That sounds pretty fucking inviting to me right off the bat. So. And I made biscuits and gravy and eggs for dinner tonight. That would went perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 that would have. So, um, okay, last podcast, which is going to come out later on tonight, or at the latest tomorrow morning, but probably tonight. Okay. We were talking about the Chiefs and the problems that they have, and I'm waiting for Ruth Ann to uh, send me a uh, email, a real one, not the one that she sent that said, I don't, I don't make fun of other people's teams. I'm too nice. I question you as an NFL fan, Ruth Ann, in Central Ohio. That's what you do. You're supposed to pile on me right now and make fun of the Chiefs. I'm really disappointed that you decided not to make fun of me and ridicule me. It kind of hurt. I don't feel like, uh, like you know, like, uh, I, I don't feel her passion for the NFL. Agreed? I, yeah, actually, I kind of see where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. You pile on. I heard a lot of shit from Raiders fans, and I'm going to hear more shit from Raiders fans. It, it's the way it is. So next year when we kick their ass, I'm going to walk around, <laughs> fuck you, you know. So, you know, that's what you do, Ruth Dan. I didn't expect a, I don't make fun of other people's teams. Lame. Sorry. I, I don't, uh, I, I question the validity of you being a real NFL fan. Bring it. So, anyhow, along those lines, Tom Brady had something to say Patrick, about Patrick Mahomes. Did you know that? I don't care. All right. Tom Brady is all in Patrick Mahomes' corner. He said when he first met the guy and played against him, he said he knew there was something special with that guy. He said he knew that that guy was going to be a winner, and, uh, and, that, um, and that guy was going to be one of the best ever in the NFL. He said he could tell. So, he said you could see the fire in Patrick Mahomes yesterday. And I, he was talking about the game. He said, I love the way Patrick approaches it. Believe me, with the confidence that he is uh, as a player, I don't think he thinks anyone can really stop him. I still believe in what the Chiefs are doing in that. And I'm never going to bet against a guy like Patrick because I think he's such a phenomenal player and leader that that guy will continually be winning games in this league as long as he steps foot on the NFL turf. And that is from the king, the best ever, the GOAT, Tom Brady. So, if Tom Brady says that, you know what I'm doing, Rob? I'm going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because who the hell would know better than Tom Brady? Some idiot in Cincinnati? Some some uh, some dumbass in Denver? Some fucktard in fucking uh, Vegas? No. Tom Brady knows football. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Unarguably, you cannot even argue anyone's close to him and what he has accomplished in the NFL. And that guy... Cool. It, he knows what he's talking about. So I'm relatively happy with what he said, and I think I'm going to agree with it. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I believe at this point the Chiefs just need to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and keep moving forward. Yes. And another thing that I got yeah. to say right here is this right here. Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of struck me wrong when he said this quite a few weeks ago he said that the Chiefs need a really good ass kicking to wake them up he might have been right yeah I was making fun of him in his comments and pretty much calling him a stupid ass I think I kind of see what he's saying now he's saying that that emotion that they had last year they need back and the only way to get that is to get the shit kicked out of you and your pride hurt enough to where you jump up brush yourself off and say that's never fucking happening again watch this I think I agree with him yeah and instead they're showing the wrong emotions exactly so we will know a lot more here in a few days New Year's Day about 7 o'clock we'll know a lot more about this because if this team doesn't nut up after that dismal performance, if you want to call it a performance, that dismal, whatever that was, shit that they took on the fucking turf at Arrowhead Stadium, that shit that they took there, 
If they don't respond correctly to that, they don't have it, and it's not there for the foreseeable future until maybe next year when they make some personnel changes. And that's it. So, anyhow, moving along. Nashville and Indianapolis have been on red alert for nothing, it turns out. All right. Yeah. Seems uh, some internet pranksters put out a series of viral posts of a couple of lions on the loose in both cities with pictures included in the posts. The pranksters went all out and put up these AI deepfakes in various parts of each city, alarming residents, <laughs> many residents, of the possible danger. <laughs> Brilliant. I oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of it first. Bravo, you pranksters. They had a lot of people on red alert. <laughs> You can look them up. It's like fucking lions roaming around in like fucking kids' playpens in their backyard and shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a lot of people in certain neighborhoods shitting. Oh shit, don't go out there, Junior. There's a lion out there somewhere. Turns out it was all a prank and they finally caught up with it and it was like, hey guys, there's no lions out there. <laughs> you can let little fucking Junior go play. Little Timmy can go play in the backyard. There's no lions there. <laughs> going to traumatize all the kids in that town. I I salute whoever did that. Thank you for traumatizing the little bastards. I'm sure they need (laughs) (laughs) it. Anyhow, let's take our first break and uh, we'll come back. How's that sound, Rob? Sounds good. All right, that's what it is then. We'll see you guys in a minute. Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? The fuck is wrong with these guys? And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. If your car could travel at the speed of light, will your headlights work? I may never know. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. On most of these apocalypse series, we tell you what plants you can eat in case of an apocalypse and you have to go out to your yard for food. Well, this one is going to explain to you the plants you may be aware of to not eat. Plants that could be toxic usually might have milky white sap, thorns, spines, or fine hairs, or leaves or stems, pods with bulbs, beans, or seeds, stems or trunks that have an almond scent, three-leaf foliage growth, also be aware of intensely bitter or sappy flavor, foliage reminiscent of dill, parsley, or carrot. Remember to bleach your Bluetooth after every show. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Every sock you wear is slightly rotated. Just enough for it to be uncomfortable. Two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Hey, Rob. You ever, like, uh, order, like, some French fries, right? And you get a couple packs of ketchup, and it's just not enough. Yeah. Yeah, it fucking irritates the piss out of you, and the fries don't have much flavor. They really need that ketchup. Well, 
Yeah, I do. There's an invention now that can help all of us if you bring it with you. It is a self-saucing fork. What? A self-saucing fork. Let me explain. All right. If you're a fan of mayo, ketchup, and mustard, the latest invention by a German condiment brand, Thomi, will blow you away. A fork that sauces. You heard it right. The brand, alongside McCann Frankfurt, created a fork attachment to allow for op- optimal fork-grabbing, sauce-eating activity. The self-proclaimed unnecessary necessity invention is a reusable attachment which allows users to uh, pick up um, snacks with a fork and add condiments with just a squeeze. With all the doom and gloom of recent times, this lighthearted concept encourages a little bit of indulgence for those who can't bear the thought of food without saucy add-ons. So, anyhow, what it is, is I looked it up, and it's a hollow fork, okay, with a... Uh-huh. With a um, with a screw, um, what what would you call it? Um, shit, a thread with threads on it. Okay. Okay. It has a little tab there with threads on it. With this thread, is a condiment container that you screw onto it. So whenever you want sauce, you got your fork, let's say deep in a fry, and you want to add a little ketchup, you squeeze the condiment bag that is connected to the fork and it automatically sauces your french fry or onion ring or whatever you want sauced. So. That is cool. Yeah. And I mean, let's say that you don't care that much. You know, you can always add your own. I think we all know people that would benefit from this, right? Yeah. 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 I know people would just be ecstatic if I got them one of them. So, oh, they're going to have to wait till next Christmas. <laughs> yep, same here. <laughs> yep, too late now. Hey, yep. uh, uh, Rob, you got something you want to go into? Yeah, yeah, I found a pretty cool story here. Okay. Uh, this is off KSIS 1050 AM out of Sedalia. Okay. So that would, I'm guessing that would be Sedalia, Missouri. I think probably so. I know of other, I know of other, I don't know of any other Sedalias anywhere in America, do you? I know, I don't recall hearing of any. Okay. Well, anyhow, go ahead. Alright, here we go. I know everyone, you're all looking for some excitement, some fun in this new year of 2024, but I'm afraid I have to crush your fun. I was touring around on the internet looking for some things happening throughout the state of Missouri. Okay. I then randomly came across this, which I made sure to double check. These are not my words, I'm reading what the reporter said. Okay, go ahead. It says 578.176 Bear wrestling penalty. A person commits the offense <laughs> of bear wrestling if he or she one, wrestles a bear. Okay. Two, permits wrestling to be done on any premises under his or her charge or control. <laughs> okay. Three, three promotes, conducts, or stages better wrestling. Four, advertises better wrestling. <laughs> Five, collects any mission fee for better wrestling. Six, purchases, <laughs> sells, or possesses a bear which he or she knows will be used for bear wrestling. Seven, seven, trains a bear for bear wrestling. Eight, subjects a bear to surgical altercation for bear wrestling. So I know, I know, this is just traumatic to you. I know you were looking forward to getting 
together with your bros to impress some ladies. <laughs> but you cannot wrestle the godless killing machines that are known as bears. <laughs> if you do, you're going to end up in the slammer. <laughs> well, if you got to go to the hospital first, do you go to the hospital first and the slammer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always, yeah, they always give you medical attention first. Okay, okay. Well, that's good to know because that might be a possibility, right? <laughs> that is a law in the state of Missouri. And only Sedalia would uncover that, right? That that's the only place I found it so far. That crack staff at ten fifty, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, KSIS Radio ten fifty AM, Sedalia. Thank you, KSIS 1050 AM Radio out of Sedalia. We appreciate it. That was um, some very knowledgeable news right there. I'm glad because I was actually thinking about doing all of the things that were mentioned. I'm so glad that I know I'm not supposed yeah. to do that now. I mean, I could have went to jail for all the bear shit that I was going to do. Shoot. So, thank you, Rob. Thank you for the great sleuth work and the uncovering of that and the journalism with integrity. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yep. Um, an Ohio McDonald's was closed by the health inspectors after a customer reported getting a crack pipe in a drive-thru breakfast order. Uh-huh. The anonymous customer initially posted on Reddit about the disturbing find in this Tuesday morning order at one of the fast food chain's locations in Columbus. He said he brought... I wonder if, uh, I wonder if Ruth Ann ever went through that McDonald's. Ruth Ann? Oh, come on, get off her, Mark. Get oh, okay, off her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ruth Ann. You're a faithful listener, and we appreciate it, and we love you. I apologize, Ruth Ann. Yep. So just e- having a little fun. Even if you're mad at me, you can't be mad at Rob. Rob's been defending you this whole time. He's been nothing yeah. but a gentleman and charming to you. So you can stay mad at me, but just listen for Rob, right? Yep. It would be unfair not to listen. Well, it would be unfair not to listen. It would be unfair to Rob because Rob has done nothing to you, Ruth Ann. I've been the mouthy one. I've been the one constantly badgering and poking at you. So it would be unfair to hurt Rob to get to me, right? And just so you know, it's all in fun. All I, in fun I, I, think, I think she knows. I'm just having fun. So um, anyhow, he brought the bag back inside to the store alerting a manager so that something similar wouldn't end up in a Happy Meal. However, he declined and uh, offered a refund and instead reported it to uh, to Franklin County Public Health, the Post said. I don't know why he wouldn't get a refund. You know? Said he didn't want a refund? So, oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Health inspectors then closed the location Wednesday after finding multiple health code violations during building a... Um, work there, according to the Columbus Dispatch. Construction workers were moving freely throughout the restaurant, leaving construction dust on surfaces of food preparation counters, equipment, and flooring, the inspector's uh, report noted, according to the dispatch. Beverage service equipment, such as soda dispenser, frappuccino machine, um, that would not be a frappuccino machine. That is a Starbucks licensed name. It would be a frappe machine, Columbus Dispatch. So, Frozen beverage dispenser, coffee machine, had dust, debris, screws, unassembled computer equipment, wooden trim pieces on the top surfaces, the report states. Okay, you know what? Here's what I think might have happened. I think that one of the construction workers was a crack addict and accidentally lost his crack pipe in one of the bags. Doesn't that make sense? See, I read that story. Um, oh, that's why you I had that know. reaction. Okay. I don't know. Um, well, it, it's just awfully weird. It just appeared. No, I thought that too. But the guy isn't asking first, for it. The manager was taking up for their employees. Yeah, it was fishy yeah. sounding, but what is the end game? Why would someone do that is what I'm saying. The guy isn't asking for anything. There's nothing he can really sue for. I mean, you know, 
He, he brought the meal back. He didn't take a refund. Done deal. Okay, it's over, right? So what would be the end game is what I'm saying. I mean, there's got to be some sort of an end game if he did that himself for whatever. He's not trying to smear the name of the place. You know what I mean? I don't know. So you got I couldn't figure that out either. So I don't know. You know what? We'll, I'm sure they'll uncover exactly what happened sooner or later, and I'm going to try it, to keep it that It could story. be something as simple as he just wants to teach him a lesson. Hey, you need to, if you're going to be doing construction, you need to be close. You're working with food. Hey, you know what? Maybe that's all that, that's I don't actually, know. That's actually a pretty good thought right there, because if he is trying to teach him something, what better way than to say something absurd like, hey, there's a crack pipe in here. Yeah, yeah, see that. I, I, they were very well put in a crack pipe that got put into his bag. Yeah, but I mean, the only thing I could think of is maybe a construction worker was doing some crack on his brake and lost it in there. I mean, there's obviously not like some drug addict. Well, I guess it could have been a a drug addict employee, maybe. Yeah, yeah, see, and that's what they originally shut down for was to check that out. Yeah. But then here come all these allegations about the construction work, too. So... Hmm. They got to get it all straightened up now. Yeah, or maybe it's a non-union site, and the guy was a union. That could be, or vice versa. But very well, I did not think of that. I just now thought of it when we're talking it over. Oh well, you know what? I'm going to keep monitoring this story, and if there is uh, some sort of a conclusion, I will sleuth it out and bring it back to everybody. So, but anyhow, while we're talking about cheeseburgers. Uh, Wendy's has a couple of really good deals going on at the end of the year and the first of next year. You know, we all love a good cheeseburger. We especially love one at a good price, yeah. which is why we tend, oh, which is why we tend to head in one of our favorite fast food spots for a quick grab and go when we're craving uh, a burger. However, with prices rising in the fast food world, we're always on the lookout for an extra deal or two to help save some cash. Thankfully, Wendy's has come through time and time again with some solid offerings in that department. In fact, the chain gifted us with 12 uh, days of holiday deals this month. And if that weren't enough, Wendy's is closing out the month of December with another can't-miss deal. Back in September, the chain had us all excited when it announced it was selling cheeseburgers for just one cent for an entire week um, in honor of National Cheeseburger Day. Wendy's is back with a similar deal, but it is... National Bacon Day deal, which is December 30th. It runs from there through the first of the year. It is a bacon cheeseburger for one cent. Hallelujah. Yes, that's what I say. Well, so anyhow, you can get it from December 22nd to January 2nd at all participating Wendy's. It's Applewood Smoked Bacon Cheeseburger, just like they have on the menu, the same thing. And you can get it from their app in the deals section of their app. So if you want to take advantage of this, make sure you have the app loaded. And it is in the deals section, which is over in the corner, according to this article. So you go on your app, you go over into the right-hand corner, I believe is what it said. And you look for the deals, and it's under the deals. And that would be the one-cent bacon cheeseburger. And that's from December 27th through, where the hell is it, uh, January, uh, January 2nd, so you got roughly about a week to enjoy this, and I suggest do it, it's a great cheeseburger anyhow, but for one cent, that just, that's a whole new game there, isn't it? Yeah, that is. All right, Rob, let's switch gears, let's come back with the end of the year asshole, hairy asshole Olympics, what do you think of that? Let's do it. All righty. We'll be right back with the Harry Asshole Olympics, the final one where we're going to crown the 2023 and then this crowned new Harry Asshole guy or gal is going to go against the 2024 electees. So we'll talk to you guys here in a minute. You need protection from fucktards. You have people coming and fucking with you constantly. You need answers, you need solutions. Smack, Smack in the, the nuts. nuts. That 
That's right. Smacking the nuts is what you need. Smacking the nuts, get rid of said losers in no time flat. Smacking the nuts. Available everywhere wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fuck come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you, smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly, smelly spit. Well, I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. Uh, he would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts. And that motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, smacking the nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smacking the nuts. Don't leave home without it. And now, a brand new feature. Strange insults from an alien. May your mother come to talk to you. And then leave your door slightly ajar. So that you may have to get up and close it. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See Behind the Smoke Show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Oh lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. Oh no, that drunk guy just hit my child. It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose, just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Nay, your grandmother always intrude your thoughts at the last minute while you are masturbating. And we are back. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Rob. All right. As promised, we have the Harry Asshole Olympics end of the year special. We're going to crown the new um, Harry Asshole 2023. And he's going to go against the first quarter of 2024 starting, I don't know, maybe a few weeks into it. We're going to have him go against our new electees. So, anyhow, Rob, you have all the nominees or all the winners there. Do you want to do the honors? This is this going to be a tough night, buddy. I know it's it is. A tough night. I know it is. When you sent me the finalists, you want to talk about a battle royal? Damn. Uh, I, so a lot of these are probably going to end up going to Topher, and he's going to have to pick. Agreed. <sighs> Anyhow, a very well, good chance. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, go ahead, Rob, with the first. Okay, I. Let's go Phil Robinson. Yep. Versus Dan Haggerty. Ooh. <sighs> wow. I don't know. They're both about equally as hairy if you think about it. Yeah. With the beards, the long hair, everything. You want to see? I think Dan's cleaner. Is he? Do you want Phil takes a bath maybe once a week. Yeah, you're probably right. Dan Haggerty, Grizzly Adams, uh, was a cleaner looking guy. 
Okay. All right. Then let's go with Phil Roberson. Okay. All right. Next up. Wolfgang Van, Wolfgang Van Halen versus Ted Nugent. I'm going to go with Sweaty Teddy. Actually, I think I'm going to go with him, too. Sweaty. Because of the sweat. Yeah, Sweaty Teddy. And I don't think that he bays very much. He is a mountain man. He fishes and hunts and doesn't take a lot of showers yeah. and is very hairy and wears a loincloth and just all the above things that you would associate with being having a very hairy asshole. So, all right. Sweaty Teddy, it is. Next up. Wolfman Jack versus Bruiser Brody. Ooh. You got any way you're any way you're going on this at all. You got any angle. Ooh. I, uh, I really don't have an angle at all I can go on this. I, yes. Yes. Bruiser Brady was a wrestler, Mark. Oh, okay. We kicked wrestlers off because they have to wear jock straps. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Wolfman Jack. Because Wolfman Jack, he was the kind of guy, he would just let it fucking go crazy. He didn't care. Yeah. He yeah. was a hippie. He had his uh, number one syndicated rock and roll show at night when rock and roll was king and was glamorous. And all the beatniks loved him. And he probably slept on the beach most nights. Yeah. 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 Going in that angle, I would say Wolfman Jack probably takes it. Yep. All right. Alright, next up, Eddie K. Thomas, a.k.a. Finch from American Pie, uh-huh. versus Duluth the Trading Guy. I'm going to go with Duluth the Trading Guy because he's so solid. That guy is here. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one was the only no-brainer when I looked it over when you sent it to me. That was the only no-brainer. Yeah. Okay. All right. The loot trading guy. It is. Oh, this spot. The final one on this one is going to be a tough one. Okay. Jason Kelsey versus Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Ooh. Hmm. Want to send that one to Topher's desk? Yeah. How about this? We'll send that one to Topher. Okay. And then we can hash out the last four. The okay, last that two. sounds that sounds good. Okay, so let's see. Um, okay, that was uh, um, Jason Kelsey versus Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Yep. Okay, that goes to Topher. Okay, all right, next one. Well, we'll just. What'd you say? Let's go, Phil Robertson and Ted Nugent. Ooh. I just keep them in order. Yeah. Um. Mm. I think I don't know man boy okay they're both probably about the same age they both take yeah. about the same amount of showers per week which might be none they both are mountain men kind of they both like do a lot of sporting and game I'm going to say sweaty teddy and here's why and this is just a hunch nothing else I think a sweaty Teddy does not like to comply with rules, so I think he would purposely grow his asshole, asshole hair out, asshole hair out, and be proud of it. 
where I think Phil Roberson would have asshole hair, but he's not all that proud of it. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't really, you know, do much down there. I never really thought about it. That's my thought. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's a good argument. Yeah. And that's the only angle I could come up with. So, and also the name Sweaty Teddy. So, yeah. Okay, Sweaty Teddy it is. Next one, please. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, a lot of times when I see Phil Robertson, he's sitting down on his butt, so. Yeah, that. Sitting in his recliner. That's true, that's true. It's not Robertson, it's Robertson, right? Yeah, yeah, Robertson. I don't know why I called him Robertson, but anyhow. Okay, next one. Takes us back to Wolfman Jack and Duluth Trading Guy. Oh, I'm going to go with Duluth Trading Guy because he's just so solid. The guy's got hair everywhere, and he has underwear that squeezes his fucking hair out and his fucking nutsack and everything. And he, like, dances, and he's got hair on his back, and he's just he's just an ape-looking guy. I, I, uh, where Wolfman Jack, yeah, he was, like, really hairy and everything, but I just think that Duluth Trading Guy is, like, the ultimate hairy fucking guy. What do you think? I agree. That that was a he was an awesome pick. He was awesome. He was. <laughs> okay, next one. Okay, so the winner of this battle coming up takes on the we'll winner take of on, Jason Kelsey. Takes on and the winner between Jason Kelsey and Caesar. And we'll have another show coming up before the end of the year. So the the winner yes. will be picked this year to go on to battle next year. Our and, time. Yeah, yeah. And also, we'll have a discussion off air. Um, and also, I have some, you know what, I have some bits I have you do, but I'll talk to you about it then, too. Right. Um, okay. So we'll figure all that out a little bit later. So, okay. Um, what is the what is the last one here? Uncle Ted versus Duluth. Ooh. I'm going to have to go with Duluth. Once again. I'm going to go with him, too. He's just such a hairy fucking bastard. <laughs> that guy is as strong as candidate as it comes. All right. Wow. So, whoever wins between Jason Kelsey and Caesar of Planet of the Apes, they are going to take on Duluth Trading. Wow. Honestly, I I could see Duluth Trading Guy winning it all. And then we'll see what kind of candidates we come up next. But you know what? We're going to leave the Jason Kelsey Caesar Planet of the Apes. Hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to take take these three candidates and have Topher pick the the one that wins out of the three? There you go. Okay. Okay, all the Jason Kelsey. would not mind. No, I don't mind. I think that's the best way to do it. Just have him pick it, and then we're done with it. So, Jason Kelsey, Caesar from Planet of the Apes, and Duluth Trading Guy are going to all against each other, and then the winner will be the winner of this 2023's Harry Asshole Olympics. That's what we're doing, right? Good. Okay, I will send it off right after, right after the program's over. I will send that to uh, Topher, and uh, I'll probably get an answer tomorrow. I imagine at this point. So, pretty cool. All right, Rob. Yeah. Got... And any of these other people are subject to come back at any time. Yes, and some of them I hope do. Yeah. Oh, dude, we have some killer people in this one. Yeah, I know. We fuck. We fucking dug deep, dude. I was pretty proud of the shit that we. Yeah, did. we did. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, and you know what? We always think like we can't find more people, but we're gonna have some really good candidates. Some of them that we never even thought of before. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I've already got one in mind. I got to make sure that we didn't uh, we didn't use him before. Um, but I've got one guy in mind. I'm pretty sure we haven't used before. 
that I already thought of one that's a great candidate, and I don't think we used him, so, and there'll be other ones come up too, so, anyhow, right here, I have a state of Illinois, Illinois Secretary of State, Alex Giannullis, um, revealed some of the more than 300 requested vanity plates that were rejected for featuring potentially lewd, offensive, or even dangerous language. Giannullis, Giannullis. Giannullis said in a YouTube video that the customized license plate requests were added to the permanent naughty list after being spotted by his team, which he said is well-versed in filthy puns, lecherous language, and sneaky swearing. The secretary said some of this year's rejected plates included Eat Butts, E-A-T-B-U-T-T-S. <laughs> he thinks that's dirty, <laughs> Eat Butts. <laughs> what was his first clue? Eat Butts? <laughs> the next one on the naughty list was MILFs, M-I-L-F-S. We all know what that means. Mothers has yep. been around a long time. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. The next one I don't agree with at all. Actually, a few of them. Whoopass, W-O-O-P-A-S-S. I think that they're nitpicking with whoopass. That's like, yeah. that's like really tame. Especially the way it's spelled, W-O-O-P-A-S-S. What, because it has ass on it? They say ass yeah, everywhere. Yeah, they put it all together. I mean, it's not like it's two words. Yeah. I don't agree with that. And then the next one I really don't agree with. Poopsie. P-O-O-P-S-Y. That could be a... Oh, what is wrong with that? Nothing is wrong with that. It's just stupid. They're overreacting. That's people you're paying to do something that they probably shouldn't even be paying them to do. It's stupid. Poopsie is that, so... That was on TV shows back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, Poopsie is nothing. The next one, <laughs> I love this one. D's Nuts. D-Z-N-U-T-Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's borderline. I get it. Nuts, nutsack. Okay. I've always thought that. Yeah, so D's nuts, you know. Well, they always joke, hey, yeah. hey, won't you, won't you take a, won't you take a look at the what? D's, D's what? D's nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, and then the next one that was on the naughty list, uh, and these are the ones that I guess like they, that were pretty common that they had to turn down several times. Iowa sucks. I O W A S U X. So Iowa borders Illinois. So is there some sort of a rivalry there that I don't know about? Like does Illinois play Iowa in basketball and football or something, or Iowa State? I, I don't know, but don't go picking on our Iowa friends. No, 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 no. We don't agree with no, this. No, no, not you, not you. No, nobody pick on our Iowa friends. No, no, we no. Will Look, them. Uh, would I would I rather uh, talk to someone from Iowa, or Illinois, Iowa, of course. So anyhow, Iowans, we love you. Keep listening. We are we are on your side. As a matter of fact, if you're from Iowa, email us doucheb66 at yahoo.com. We got the one guy that said that Des Moines radio is lame, and that's why you guys listen. But we want to find out more about you guys. I mean, it's like it's almost our number one market. It's not that far behind Kansas City. I know. And, you know, we've done so much, you know, with the city market and so much pub around Kansas City. You would think that Kansas City would be it by a long shot. No. Des Moines is right on their heels, and they could overcome Kansas City as our number one market easily. That's how, that's how, that's how big we've, we've exploded up there. So we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear who you are, what you are, you know, what you like to do, where you're from, how, you know, what you like about the show, all that. Email us, please. Don't have to just be Des Moines. Anywhere in Iowa who listens, let us know, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really uh, it's really flattering that you guys have taken to us. Like I said, we have so many listeners. We could possibly even show up on some rating services up there. They wouldn't know who we were, but we could show up on there. So. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, um, 
this Giannis idiot said, clever is too ge generous of a word, but they did make me laugh. Giannon, G oh, they have a different spelling here. It's a Greek name. Giannolis. 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 Said in the video, Giannolis. Giannolis, I think is how it's spelled. Anyhow, offered some advice to anyone seeking a personalized license plate. Go ahead and make it clever, but please keep it clean to avoid any naughty list. Okay, whatever. Um, uh, everything, well, I see the MILFs and, and the D's nuts and all that, but, uh, and, and we don't want the Iowa sucks. We don't want that on there, but I think most of them were not that bad. So Yeah, yeah. I think they were nitpicking on some of them. I, I think they were too, so... Um, anyhow, let's see what else we got here. Um, hey, I got a quick recall. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, Insight Pharmaceuticals announced on Friday that it was voluntarily recalling one lot of American 20% benzocaine topical anesthetic spray. The okay. spray stops pain and itching for minor cuts, scrapes, burns, and sunburns. Mm -hmm. It is commonly used to relieve symptoms associated with hemorrhoids and anoretic inflammation. According to the recall announcement, the contaminated lot of the product showed a low level of benzene came from the propellant that sprays the product out of the can. Benzene is a carcinogen they could potentially cause cancers, including leukemia and blood cancer Ooh. of the bone marrow, as well as blood disorders. Uh, and here, because the company said the contaminated lot contains the code 1A16420, and the package size is 2 ounces. Okay. But it's only one lot. So it wasn't very many of them, so... No, no, it was just one one run. Just one lot of them, so... Okay. All right, thank you, Rob. Appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. Um, it seems like uh, Chipotle has a new kind of gimmick thing going on in some parts of the country. Um, it is a robot that gives you chips. His name is Chippy. Cool, I need one of them. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Anyhow, you walk into a Chipotle and then they ask you, you know, what, what you want and everything. And in certain Chipotles, not all of them, there's not a whole lot of them doing it right now, but there's a few of them doing it. And he's called Chippy. And what he does is Chippy goes over to the chip dispenser, you know, that box that has the chips in them, grabs one of them out of yeah. there or two or whatever, and brings them to you. And uh, anyhow, I guess he even talks to you a little bit, like, thank you, have a great day, or something like that. But he's an interesting-looking guy because he almost looks kind of spider-ish. It, oh, wow. It's pretty cool, yeah. But anyhow, his name's Chippy, and they said be nice to him. So I guess people maybe were picking on I don't know, whatever. So... Anyhow, but Chipotle says that they plan on doing more stuff like that, too. More AI stuff and more robotic AI stuff, too. Not just to, like, save on labor, but also because of the uniqueness of it. They like the idea of having, like, a robot come over there and give you chips. So, but this is not very many Chipotles. It still seems to be, although they want to do it nationwide eventually, it still seems to be kind of a rarity to have a store that does it. And I would suspect that it's probably a really high-volume store that they don't really have enough people to, you know, so, it, you know, they, they might save on a couple of people grabbing chips. You know, they don't have to pay a couple of guys to grab chips for everybody. Instead, they got Chippy doing it. So, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, we are coming to the end of this podcast. You got anything you want to go with, Rob? You got anything you want to say? Oh, well. Oh, hey, good. What now? Not really. Not really. 
Okay. Nothing important. Nothing important. Well, Rick from the Filthy Bean has messaged me several times. And he's, uh, we're he's, in trouble, aren't we? Yes, we are. He's adamant that we have to make it down there. He said he's going to tear our table out if we don't make it down there. And he's serious. He said that he got the plaque and the table ready and we never fucking show up now. But he did not sway from the chocolates. So when he puts puts us up in the Omni again, we do give him his chocolates because I, I gave him some shit about that. I said, can we have our chocolates now? Yep. He said, no. He said, you are to collect those chocolates every day you're there and bring them to me the last day, not one of them eaten. So, um, here pretty soon. One He's of these, having chocolate withdrawals. That's his problem. Yes. I told him, I said, you get them all on points. Why don't you just go stay there? He's like, I got my house here. Why would I want to stay there? <laughs> so, anyhow, um, here soon, probably the first of the year, I told him sometime in January, we are going to be at the Filthy Bean in Nashville. He wants everybody to know that you can pick up his stuff at Kroger's. Um, and uh, he said Walmart's locally around Nashville and around Jackson and Memphis. You can pick up his line of espressos from the Filthy Bean. Um, he said he had some storm damage from the some storms that hit there about a month ago. And he said that his, ter ter his terrarium room is destroyed. But he oh. said, yeah, yeah. So he hadn't been operating for a few days anyhow. He said that um, he got back on his feet actually about a week ago. And he said the full store is open again, but the terrarium part is under construction. So, anyhow, but our booth was not harmed. So, Good. we will be broadcasting from there in the near future in January sometime, just to let you know. And Rick said that he will forgive us, but we have to get down there soon. All right. Yeah. He, he even said something about he might have to turn to two fuck nuts and a recorder. We can't let that happen. Oh, hell no. No. Those two bozos in their basement in Buckner, Missouri? No way. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Well, we just got them on our side. Oh, shit. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we love those guys. We love let's, those let's, guys. Yeah, let's not tangle the carrot. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You You're know right. them, too. You yeah. know them, too. Yeah, yeah, and the rumors are not true. They'll turn on us quicker than anything. Oh, they're probably motherfucking us without even hearing this. But we love you to do, uh, to, uh, yes. fuck nuts in a recorder. We love you guys. We do. Peace. Peace. We truly do. Yeah, we think you guys are awesome. And we love Buckner, Missouri. Right? Yes. That little jewel on 40 Highway in uh, northwestern Missouri. Awesome. I've known some people from there. Yeah, I have too. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Anybody. Anyhow, everybody have a good night. Thank you for joining us. Good night, everybody. They go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.